Oh, actually, and this is another episode in Coffee Post. It's February and we are still in lockdown, so nothing really changed. Yay. But the guests are changed because I'm sitting here with Sophie and Nino. Hi, guys. Hello. Hey. So maybe Sophie, because you already had a chance to, to talk, let's say talk with Nino, but you didn't say talk, you were listening to Nino. But you haven't really met with Sophie, so Sophie, maybe you would like to introduce yourself a little bit. Mm, all right, so my, my name is Sophie, I'm half French and half Polish. Uh, I'm in Poland since three, three years, I guess now, maybe four, don't remember even. And uh, yeah, we, what, what, what about me? I'm, I'm working with Orshi, I'm a good friend of Orshi, I'm meeting Nino for the first time, but he looks very nice. <laughs> I, I think we're going to have a lot of fun today. Yeah, let's hope. Let's hope that we're going to have lots of fun today. So, uh, with the, today's episode, we're going to close the circle of mental health and uh, therapy and so. So, I decided that today we're going to talk about uh, social media mm -hmm. because that takes a big part of our mental health and our daily activities, especially now with the world pandemic. So, let's move to the questions. Let's first talk about which social media platform is is the most addictive for you. Which one is your thing? I think Instagram is the worst because like Facebook, I think most people use Facebook now more like Messenger to keep in touch with people. I think you text people more on Messenger than you do with text message right now. But uh, yeah, Instagram, you just can see what everyone's doing. You can have like some funny things and all, all your interests are, can be there. But I think it's also the most dangerous one, but I think we're going to go back to that topic after. So, yeah. yeah. No, I agree. I think um, Instagram is, I would say, the most addictive. If you ask me what my thing is, I don't know. I guess Reddit. Um, I mean, I use a lot of Reddit. I, it's, it's more towards like, kind of the things that I like. I, I quit Instagram for exactly the same reasons that you said. That... Um, you know, it's addictive, you know, you're, you're constantly, I was finding myself, you know, waking up and, and the first thing I do is check people's stories, check what everybody did last night, check what, so yeah, no, I, for me right now, Reddit, I, I, but I think Instagram is one of the most addictive, yeah, I, I, I still have Facebook, mostly for what you said, it's, it's kind of like for the messenger and, and other stuff, you know, I found my apartment through Facebook, uh, I sell stuff through Facebook. It's become a bigger platform than just, you know, checking what other people say. Yeah, I think Facebook now is more like practical stuff. Yeah. And Unless you... if you are old. I think like <laughs> old people, they are like digging Facebook. Like that's the thing. Because yeah. for them, you know, it, like it came around a time when they, you know, the, the people didn't really have connections with old friends, you know, people they studied with back in the years, you know, they like probably had their num numbers saved in a, in a, in a book and now it's a lot easier. So yeah, they're definitely into Facebook for us. It started out like that for our generation and then now it's developed a lot more, right? It's not so much um, a place where you go and check what your friends are doing. It's more a place where you just do other stuff, like the practical stuff, you know? Yeah, and yeah. check on, like, the only thing you change on Facebook, I think, our profile picture. Or... Right. Or things like that, and you just take like, oh, look, she changed. Like, mm -hmm. uh, last oh, time wow. I saw her was in high school, for right. instance, yeah? So it's kind of more of that, that book you talked about. Yeah, yeah it, it, it changed into that thing that is just all the contacts, all the people. I have people I've met on holidays like four years ago. <laughs> I don't care about them. Sometimes I'm like, I, I should delete them because yeah. they're, they're not very useful. But I think it's just like 
the accumulation of the people you meet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, also I think uh, like it can start a very like dangerous spiral if you start to go on like deleting friends. Because um, when there was like very heated political like you know debate going on in Hungary, and it was very difficult for me to see that like I'm opening up Facebook and then I see some of my friends that I I thought that they are like a bit you know on the sophisticated part of the <laughs> thing and they are posting fake news, like you know like these kind of trash. And in this case, I'm always thinking about like, oh, I really don't want to see this. But then the other thing is that I'm not reusing really Facebook. Mm. Uh, my thing is LinkedIn. I can get very hooked on LinkedIn because I'm just checking jobs. And then, like at, at one point, I also start to track jobs all around Europe. So I, I don't want to move to to I don't want to move to Lisbon, but I can check out the jobs there. And uh, and then I get very frustrated a little Like oh my god, like I'm so unqualified for anything. And and I just feel very bad about it. So so for me, LinkedIn is a dangerous place to go because uh, I don't. I really have problems with uh, with uh, Instagram or with Facebook because, in general, I think this is the second time in my whole life that I have mobile data in general. <laughs> I never really had it. I didn't need it. I was like, if you can't reach me, then shame on you. So I'm not really using Facebook. Usually, I, I was using just things if I was around my laptop, and then I'm rather watching a movie or like listening some music or like whatever. So I'm not really following i'm not getting into common fights i'm not checking people's instagram even if i'm checking it and i see like oh there are like so many stories that i could check maybe i'm just checking out sophie's for example i say oh she posted something i i like sophie i can see this but then i have other friends i don't even know who's i'm following mm. i don't even care that much like well, you know for me linkedin that's <laughs> right. like very difficult for me to 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 stop it and sometimes i even make myself very like miserable about it because i'm just seeing these jobs coming up and i'm just keep applying and of course you're not getting answers it's like like a like a hoax you know mm-hmm. and, and then i i take it very personally like oh no i didn't get a job in lisbon but i don't want to move to lisbon but i'm getting very into it i think it's joining uh the the thing i was thinking about instagram for instance is that whatever social media you're checking you always see people that do better than you mm-hmm. and people that do less good than you yeah and the So when you see that someone is doing, usually people are not bragging around doing shit, like like they're not like oh shit I didn't do it today yeah. So um, it's usually you put on social media only the things you want to show and they're all positive things. So mm-hmm. if you're in a bad place mentally and you're just checking that and you see that everyone is just doing so good, you feel you feel like you feel bad about yourself. Like you you see you feel like. Oh, everyone is doing all those things, and I'm in pajamas, and yeah, no, you know. Yeah, what I mean? 100%. And I think I think that LinkedIn is going. It also ha- is picking up that from Instagram a little bit, where, like you said, the the what people post on Instagram is a a fork, so it's it's a it's a fake reality, right? It's a They they post just their best moments. I had a, I had a lot of friends who were you know people I hadn't seen in years, but their post their stories you know were basically just oh I'm on vacation I'm in Dubai I'm in like the beach I'm like somewhere and somewhere and somewhere and they're doing that most like most of the year and then you think but how are they affording this how like you start like thinking how can that be a reality and then you start to envy it right you start thinking oh, I'm working. Like the whole year, I don't have time for vacations. I have to pay everything, and then 
you get into that into this recurring mental um, frustration. Yeah, exactly. And and I think like uh, is, um, LinkedIn is also going in that way because what I see in LinkedIn also like yeah, I use it to look for jobs, right? But then what I see is people posting, oh, amazing! I started a business. Oh, amazing! I I I made a million dollars in a month. Oh, you know, like all of this stuff and and. It's realities like it's great for them, but it doesn't really tell the whole story. And then you start to feel bad about yourself. And I, I definitely think it's a, it's a tricky, it's a, tri- a slippery slope. Yeah. And yeah. But also, I think with, especially with LinkedIn, I think it has like the same kind of um, like idea than, for example, when you get hooked on Tinder because you just have options, like options, 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 and you just scroll through and like you have, like there are so many of them, yeah. you know, and then. You don't even notice and you are like, oh, I'm checking jobs in, I don't know, somewhere <laughs> else now. And I, I don't even looking for a job. <laughs> and, and I think uh, in social media, for me, what can be like really a thing that can like, you know, hook me in is when I see lots of opportunities. Mm. And you like when you go into a YouTube rabbit hole, you know, that there are just another video offer for you and another one and another one and another one. And then there is midnight and you are checking how to knit hats, <laughs> you know, like for little kids. Well, whatever. And this, is, this is okay. Need, need, need. It's, it's, it's not bad words. Like sometimes yeah. you're looking at dogs trying to <laughs> swim. Some like things that really don't make sense. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think I think this is like the same with LinkedIn or with Tinder or with YouTube that you have these options and so many of them and you don't really like you're just scrolling, like oh and there is another one and there is another one and another one and you just like keep you know watching it but. Yeah. Yeah, it is something that actually there is a really cool um, documentary about this on, on Netflix. Yeah, uh, I watched it and it actually brought to light something that I hadn't considered uh, or I hadn't even thought about before in the past is that these platforms are des- designed in a way to get people addicted, to get people to yeah. spend more and more time in them. And therefore, they're able to actually see a better you, right? See, understand you and, 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 you know, portray and what they offer you, what they show you. It's more towards what you like, right? Um, and it's something, again, like I hadn't considered. I'd never thought about it. Uh, but it makes sense, right? This whole scrolling system yeah. is a system where it's such so normal for us, but it is addictive, right? And and they want to make sure that we're there and they keep sending these applications. Unless you turn off the, off the notifications, you know, Instagram will tell you, oh, your friend just posted or Facebook will tell you, oh, your friend just posted uh, since however long. And for me, it was the case where it was a person who I hadn't spoken to in years who I've never checked their their profile. And yet Facebook's telling me, oh, yeah, they posted. I don't care. But it's the way that they do it so that, you know, if it kind of like pings your brain and it's like, okay come back to the application come back spend more time with us yeah, let's not forget it's a business I yeah think. no yeah. for sure i mean in a sense i get that that is a business and how it how it um how they need to make money right but at the same time we need to think about the ethical of you course. know the ethical side of how a problem it is to to have yeah. these platforms right we have we have the whole um uh, the the rate of of suicides in young girls that skyrocketed since you know the 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 explosion of social medias and you know it's it's very it's very tricky. I myself quit Instagram for that reason. I after watching the, the documentary and spending a little time you know thinking about it, I saw that Instagram really didn't bring any value to my life. You know, I was addicted to it. I was genuinely you know for once in my life I can say I was really addicted. I was waking up first thing check Instagram. I was thinking during the day. 
what can I post that's interesting for people to like it, for people to see, for people to message me and to give me attention. And I didn't like it. I didn't, you know, I realized that's not the kind of life that I want to live. And so I thought, you know, Instagram's not really bringing that much to my life. And sure, I have some people on Instagram who I would probably, I don't have their, num- their phone numbers, probably don't have them on Facebook. But if, they're rela- if, the, if that relationship was something that was of importance, then, you know, we'll find a way yeah. to keep in touch, right? I'm sure I can find them on Facebook. I'm sure I can meet them and tell them to give me their number. So I, I, I took the decision. I know that some people have also decided to quit all other uh, social medias. And it's not to say that people that are still on Instagram is bad. I mean, if you can regulate that, if you can, you know, if you're not being affected to buy it like i was you know i was following these like fitness people like these mm-hmm. guys who have crazy bodies and i feel like shit i feel like shit because i have to work you know eight hours a day then i have school work and then i have so much stuff that i don't really find the time or the energy to have to make exercise and then i feel like crap because i don't find the time and these guys look amazing right so yeah, I mean, if you're able to control it, then great. But if you're if you're not, and you are actually starting to feel like it's causing, it's hindering your 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 mental health and your health overall, then I think it's a great, you know, just take a step back and you know. I think it's going both ways also because, like, right now you talked about the fact that you, as a person, posting as well, because we were talking about the fact how you feel. Mm. I think we're gonna come back to it at least ten thousand times. But how you feel when you're checking on everyone's successful days and stories and all of that, or or even CVs on on LinkedIn, right? I have, by the way, on LinkedIn, I have people I had like I was with in high school or something, and you know I, I check their profile sometimes and I see they have like positions and you know all those names that look so complicated and I'm sure they're doing something very easy or. Uh, I don't deny, I, I think they're clever people and stuff, they, they may have very great jobs, but just the name of it seems like they're a CEO of something, yeah. and I'm just a fucking content reviewer, so I'm like, <laughs> that hurts, but uh, I, I'm sure we, it's it's just like an impression, but uh, yeah, so you have the, the part of you seeing all of that, but you also have the part of you, I, I feel like I'm not posting on, on social medias, like just my cats and my dog, <laughs> really, just like a grandma. But um, I, I feel also that you have that problem that people are not really, um, they're not living for themselves. They're living to show what they're yeah. doing during the day. So it's mm-hmm. like, let's go there so I can post a great Instagram stories. And it, it's just the, like the aim of the trip is to show it on Instagram so that everyone can envy you. And do I, I remember when Snapchat was a big thing. Mm. I remember going to parties where people were like doing Snapchats all the time and stuff. And then on the day after, it was like, can you send me the videos of the of the party? Oh no, it, it was just I didn't I didn't register. Yeah, yeah, it got deleted already. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't save them. I'm like, yeah. So did you do those videos for us to have memories after, or did you do it just to show people mm-hmm. that you were having fun? Then what's really like. What's the most important? Yeah. Like, are you living the moment for yourself or to show people that you're having a good time? And I think this is also very problematic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think uh, I also had some fans who just left Instagram because one of my fans said that she, she, like, she had the same kind of feeling that I'm waking up and I'm just thinking already about like, who I'm going to post this on Instagram or something. Uh, as I said, I didn't really have internet on my phone and I also managed to turn off all the notifications. I didn't even know that it's turned off, but it's off. I'm not getting notifications. Mm-hmm. 
but I think the more I look into it, the more glad I am that I don't really have this notification because I, I in general, I'm a grumpy person. I don't like if people are bothering me. Or if, <laughs> so for me, if, if my phone is completely on all the time, I just have this feeling that people can always approach me. So like I never, I never can really have whatever I want to do. I never can just be in my pyjama. I have to be like ready mm. for anything because these people on Instagram, <clears throat> they are always ready. They are always, you know, doing workouts and eating healthy and doing squats, like whatever. And I'm sitting in pyjama and like, I just have this like feeling that when someone always can able to reach you, it's like you always have to be reachable. Mm-hmm. I had this talk with a friend of mine that told me that even in the work content, like context, that uh, was a big problem that now you don't really have a break from work yeah. because like you can get a text whenever or yeah. a, a message. Thanks, but not the work we're having right now. I don't know about you, but uh, but uh, yeah, that uh, you you're never really free. You mm-hmm. always like from the moment you have a phone, you have. Within an hour, you, like yeah. even if you don't answer right now, like, you have to. You're reachable all the time, so you're never really like free or, you know. Yeah, and also with this whole Instagram, and it also has this this weird feeling that even if you are just scrolling before you go to sleep and you look this way, so like you know, it's instead of just winding off and go to sleep you just, you know, checking stories. And the people are really, like, putting themselves on, mm. like, oh, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And I think it's also quite bad if you, before you go to sleep, so, like, when you should, like, think about your day or not, like, however you wish. But then you look at these people, like, oh, maybe I was just, you know, doing nothing all day, and then I check someone else's Insta story, and I see that, yeah, they, they had a blast, clearly <laughs> not like me you know or the same thing with these uh, parties and snapchatting i think it also has a very bad effect on like especially on teenagers that when you see that someone is on a party and you are not invited and even if you you don't want to go in the first place like you don't even think about going out but you see that these people are having fun and that so many people are then you are not invited and I think for for teenagers especially it can be like heartbreaking even if like they not even, even as adults. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. see uh, people you know and you th- you thought they liked you yeah. and then you see they all met. You are like left out of yeah. it. You know? mm-hmm. Then it's it's not like this. It's like you know whatever. So I think with with this this I never use Snapchat. So like I don't really know how I, I really. So like, I have to say that I think you are in the same age, like twenty six or so. Yeah, I'm Four. 24, 26, I'm older, I'm 28, <coughs> I'm not using TikTok, I'm not using Snapchat, I don't know Thanks what God. is Snapchat, I don't know, how, I don't I don't understand the concept. This is how you I send am. a picture, yeah, and then it gets deleted after 24 hours, or, it depends really, Do you, the, the, the main, how it started is, you send a picture and it gets deleted after 10 seconds, but through the chat, because you have a chat also included, you can send a picture and you can save it to the chat, or you can you know let it delete after a couple of after 24 hours i think is the maximum yeah it's in this sounds something that you can just do over and over and over again sending little photos huh yeah. yeah so but i think like also for adults i also wanted to talk about this that when we are talking about like mental health and social media like everybody says about like teenagers and kids but actually i think it's also difficult for adults especially older people like like 
more other words or more older people like i don't know how to to say elderly or elderly, like, like what are we know, talking about 50 plus or are we talking about you like know, 50. 30 and 50 i would say that it's also difficult for people that are like 50 plus because of the news they just you know all this shit storm coming on to you and for the young adults let's say for the young adults it's like the same reason you just feel left out you just feel that you are missing out on your magical life and it's not how it works really i think for like I think for, I mean, it really does depend, obviously, on the usage, but for, like, elderly people, my, my grandma doesn't have any of that, any social media stuff. She was, she has WhatsApp to communicate with us, um, but she doesn't use any any social medias. My mom has social media. She has Facebook and Instagram and, and, and all of those, but, you know, she, she uses it mostly, I, I guess she uses it for the right reasons, you know, to capture memories, mm-hmm. to... Um, share you know perhaps stuff that she's interested in or 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 um yeah like i think the, the one thing is connecting with friends connecting with people she hasn't seen in years you know people who are in the, the country in colombia in like venezuela and like these places where she's no longer there and she's probably not going to go back there but she's connecting with these people who she hasn't seen in years right and i think those are the right reasons to use it right? i know that she's not addicted to it i know that she doesn't use it all the time but sometimes when she's doing nothing she like goes and checks it right for us for teen for the younger generations it became it exploded on us right it became more of i want to see everything that's happening i want to see everybody i want to show everybody how amazing my life is and so what you were saying earlier, you put on a life, you put on a show that it isn't. And then there's the other people who live through the camera, right? They have to be constantly posting. They constantly post what they're doing. They're like, I'm going to the toilet and they post it. Or, you know, like ridiculous stuff like this. And actually, there was one video that I saw a while back from this uh, girl uh, content creator. I, she, I think she was posting on TikTok and stuff. And my friend showed me. And it was funny because the video, the whole purpose of the video was her... Um, acting out that she's going to the gym and she goes to the gym and she forgets her phone and then she turns around and doesn't go to the gym and goes back home and just stays home because she what's the point of going to the gym if nobody's going to know that i went to the gym and you know it's it was a funny video and but at the same time it really speaks to a massive truth of what social media has become people are doing things for the camera for the show rather than actually doing things because they want to do it because that's something that they want to be doing exactly So, and I think like a lot of people are doing that. What you were saying, like people going places because they just want to show everybody how amazing it was rather than actually enjoying it or taking a picture to keep a memory of what they experienced. It's now is living for everybody else rather than living for yourself. Yeah. And I think there is a thing that is interesting as well, that when you meet someone new, we have this tendency to go check their profile because Mm. it tells you a little bit more about who they are, the way they're going to write something the, the pictures they're gonna they're gonna post and sometimes you meet someone in real life that you think oh this person looks amazing seems like an amazing person and then you go to their profile and you're like you mm. strange <laughs> like I, I think he's a weirdo she's mm. a weirdo or something and i think this is so sad to judge people through their like let's say internet capacities and sure. the, the, the image they have on the internet because it goes the other way around as well that sometimes you meet someone that you didn't even notice because you just don't have personality and then you found find their i don't know instagram account or whatever and you're like oh really wow you didn't seem that interesting when i met you Mm -hmm. so you can really 
you really make up your mind about people like even like as a safety thing when you meet someone new let's say for dating or whatever mm -hmm. and you go and you check their profile and you see oh he has that kind of friends or oh he's into this or that and you're like hmm. and sometimes at the first place in the first place you had a great first contact with that person i'm not saying this happens very often but I, I think just judging people through how their like content on social media yeah. looks like is also a very like common thing. Yeah, and also that that actually brings a, a reminded me of a case and it's something that uh, I think it's uh, very tricky how easy it is to connect with people through these social medias, right? I mean, there are steps of securities that that exist that are supposed to. Um, you know, prevent, you know, like keep everybody safe, right? For example, on Facebook, Facebook has a, a system that if you're trying to add a person who has absolutely no connection to you, then you can't actually add them, right? And you can set this up. I think if you're private and Instagram as well, obviously you can make your account private and you have to accept anybody that tries to follow you, right? Um, but if you're not, and some people who tend to be naive, right? Some people who tend to be very optimistic about the world my friend for example went on Erasmus to Spain and she was one of these people she was her account was public everything was public she never had any of this and then she got added she got followed by a random guy in Spain who started sending her messages telling her how she's very pretty and he saw her in a, in a museum and he just had to add her and you know like and obviously she was smart and she you know deleted him and blocked him or whatever but you know there are I mean people even even you know uh, adults or young teenagers who are very naive you know who will take these compliments perhaps somebody who feels a little bit down and you know take compliments and then it, you know it, it leads to a situation where you're putting yourself in danger and and i think it's it's important that those like security measures are really kept up and, and it's important that we help those people who we see that are a little bit you know more naive i guess yeah mm. and what about like now during the the pandemic because i think now it's a time when everybody has lots of free time to spend on social media, but at the same time, you don't really have anything to post. Mm -hmm. So what do you think about this? Do you think that people are spending more time posting more about this, oh, hashtag feeling blessed? <laughs> no. Is that a thing? I don't know. I'm trying to sound cool, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, because uh, I was reading a blog about it that... Uh, like some people are posting lots of things about how they cope with the whole pandemic and lockdown that we are doing so much amazing things and I'm, you know, educating myself and I'm doing this project and that project and it's like, you know, we are coming back to this vicious circle that like you're doing so great in this pandemic and you are dealing with it so well and I'm here just taking up more kilograms, you know, not really doing a new workout with you, not really going on hiking trips or, or whatever. And um, like, but at this point, like there are so many contents everywhere about that, oh, it's fine if, you, if you're not doing anything, it's fine if you're not doing anything, it's fine. It's, you know, that it's, for me, both sides is just too much. Like, I don't want to, like, I know that it's fine, you, but the more you repeat it, I just feel the more less, anxious about it. The less it sounds fine. Yeah, mm. it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, but I'm also creating this with my new, you know, market that I'm doing here. It's like, no, I don't... It's I fine, don't. but you're fucked. Yeah, <laughs> like, you are lazy. And, uh, but I think, um, but I was uh, also reading a lot about it, that uh, 
people has enough of social media because for me I thought that oh but for some people it can be so easy because they already interacting with each other just online so now you can have a blast you don't have to go out you can just you know do your live or whatever and uh, I was reading uh, a Hungarian uh, sociologist about that people at this point they had enough of watching online concerts attending online classes doing everything online so like I would say that maybe it's like we are arriving to a point that if even if you are super hooked up on this you see that it's not that fun actually like no because I've... I think no, 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 no. sorry uh, I I just want to say, to say that I think that before when you were still going to the office or going out and when you come back and you have those few those moments where you can sit on your phone and just unwind after the whole day you was it's still like the same some kind of treat yourself, you know, like in the bus or something, just to pass the time. And now it's just, there is nothing really else to do. You have all that free time. And even when you don't really have free time, it's f- fake free time because you're home. You have things to do, but you can check your phone. Uh, you, you're going to waste so much time on this. And I think this is what you, you, you at some point, you're like, I have enough of this. I, I, I have so many other things to do and I can't find the time to do them because I just have this temptation mm. all the time here and just check, text, answer, check something. So I just what I wanted to say. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, I mean, I, I don't I don't disagree. I think obviously people are getting tired, but I think it's more to do with the fact that people are just tired of not doing anything of not being able to go outside and not being able to actually attend a concert in person but i don't think that once we can do that again i don't think it's going to change i think you know people are going to go out and again it's you know, they're going to post everything online they're going to tell everybody how amazing especially right at the beginning of when things go back to uh, the new normality i'd say when you know they know that other people are perhaps not doing anything or they know that other people perhaps haven't had the vaccine so can't go out or or whatever it is that situation is going to be like they're going to use this situation to oh look how amazing my life is you know look how amazing i'm able to go out i'm able to do this things look how great it is um so i think yeah people are tired of not being able to do anything but i think once once they are able to do stuff there's always you know i don't i i honestly think it's going to take something radical to make social media die out at this point you know it's become so ingrained like you know you're at a young like you know i've seen kids of like six seven year olds eight year olds with a, an iphone an iphone 12 something yeah. i didn't have my first phone until like i was 15 and it was like a black and white thing i mean at the time there was like you know not perhaps not smartphones but there was like good phones like flip phones color phones and i had a black and white thing and you know, I got it for text and I had like 50 texts a month and that, that was it. Yeah. I, I, yeah, like I, I reached my quota of texts and that's it. I can't do anything about it, right? And um, so I think it's going to take something radical to change all of that. And uh, I think that, you know, I I, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> no, but I lost just, my train of thought, but yeah. But what I, I just want to add to what you said is like, for instance, one time I was in the bus and all those kids going out from school and taking the bus to go home and usually in the bus all the kids they, they talk to each other right and i just see them they're sitting like all their phones and just checking i don't know videos or whatever and it's just like really enjoy that moment to just like i don't know spend the time together mm. and then you go home and you're bored and whatever then check your phone maybe but i think it's so sad last time was looking through the like the street through the window and I see this little kid I, I don't know six seven 
phone bigger than his hand <laughs> and just like looking, not even looking where he was going and just the face on in, his, in, in the phone, just watching a video or whatever. And I'm like, even outside, you, you can't look at what, like music already. When I listen to music outside, sometimes I feel a little bit cut off <laughs> from the world and I feel that, you know... I, I try not to listen to music when I'm in a mall or something because I feel like you're not like you enter a shop, someone is saying hi or whatever, mm -hmm. asking yeah. you something, and you, sorry, what? You mm -hmm. have to take off your earphone, your earphones. But um, yeah, I, I think like when you're in the bus or whatever, sure, we're in the street walking, music, sure, but just being stuck on your phone for videos or whatever, just a video for me it seems like. You, you need to be focused, right? So can, can you do that really walking and going mm. somewhere or whatever? Just, it seems crazy to me. And going back to the question that you asked, um, I think that right now during the pandemic, you know, the content creators, the people who post it, the people who create these videos are using the time that they're, you know, I mean, that really hasn't changed for them, right? It's just the fact that they're a little bit more secluded into what they can do, right? In fact... I think I saw an interview in Morning Today in one of the morning shows in the UK where they're interviewing a, a, an influencer, you know, a quote-unquote influencer, who she was saying she's a, a an essential worker and she should be allowed to travel because she's an influencer. I didn't watch the interview. I, I just read the title and I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. Forget about it. Yeah. So... Um, so yeah, like I know that I know for a fact that the people who post are just posting even more, you know, they're, they're trying to like be the angels for the world. Like, oh, you'll be okay. Oh, no, it's fine. You know, like, don't worry about yourself. What you were saying, right? Like, oh, it's, it's okay to gain weight. It's okay to not do anything. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. But really, you just feel more shit because they're telling you it's okay. Right. And I think that those that the people who were more the viewers like the people who would scroll and and watch i think a lot of them are probably just doing it more they're having a lot more time you know uh just within their home you know a lot of them are connected to wi-fi so they're not using their data uh so they're just scrolling more and more and more perhaps some of them took up posting sure but um i think it's just increased the interaction of social media for sure for the people because it increased the, the opportunities for, mm -hmm. for influencers because they know that people are like sitting at home mm -hmm. and hungry for content mm -hmm. because you're sitting there and you don't have anything to do so you're just scrolling and and you it's just like influencers they're making money out of it so yeah. let's be honest the more followers you have the better for it sure. is so so yeah just giving people what they want and and you know i, I remember during the first like the first lockdown my sister for instance like her life was really not only her but few people i talked with like the, the rhythm of the day was really like oh there is a live this influencer does a live at 11 and it's sport and here it's like tips and here it's like a q a mm. and it's really like your schedule for the day is what in Instagram or internet has to offer for you how someone else is like working hard yeah. let's be honest because yeah, it's yeah. a word too but uh, but uh, yeah you just you just a spectator all the time you're not really I mean I think I, I, I look honestly I think that obviously from my point of from from me especially I think I give a lot of shit to to influencers to content creators because I see that personally they cause a lot of harm 
right? Um, however, like you said, it, it is difficult what they do, you know, creating content, creating good content, you know, uh, interesting and, and... People are hungry it, for it. Yeah, no, and it's, it's difficult. It is, it is a, 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 a difficult job. It's not easy for the ones that make good content, not yeah. the, not the mm-hmm. shitty ones who just like basically with their tits out and, you know, um, getting views from that. Um, but at the same time, I think it's all in moderation, right? I think that's what's important. And I think it's, it's, it would be a better thing if it was done in moderation, right? If people were watching them in moderation, like, yeah, perhaps, you know, watch them a little bit, watch a few, a few, few videos, but not like what you were saying, you basically are setting yourself a schedule because, oh, this person's live at 11 and then this person's <laughs> going to be live at 12 and she's going to be doing this and then I can follow with this and then, oh, the q and I'll join the Q&A because, you know, like you're committing your whole life to something that these people are having like thousands and thousands of viewers and you have to ask yourself the question sorry I'm, I'm sure, sure, no, no, go ahead. You, you have to ask yourself a question at the end of the day what is it giving me exactly what value does it bring to my life yeah. because uh, i also it's not just about influencers but going back to kids i find it very interesting that even though like parents or like adults telling them that it's not good that you're spending this much time on your mm. phone it's not so good that you spend this much like you know all the time on facebook but in the same time school groups online education everything is on facebook if you if a kid doesn't have a facebook mm. like you're not going to get the information part and then you know from that it just two steps that well, okay i can just you know check this video i can just check this person like you know and I think it's very interesting how people are getting, like, you know, flipped on this. Like, oh, because, you know, kids are just on their phones all the time. But yeah. you actually, you know, grab them into it. Like, no, but I think that know. also for parents, this is yeah. like, you're, you're complaining about this. But when you're tired after your whole day of work, I don't think you're complaining. That no, you just give them the phone. On, yeah, and it's like, like, oh, like at, least, at least I'm going to be free. And, oh. you know, yeah, it's going to be something. Yeah. Know? And then you have these, like, so many influencers, lots of them. I think it's also very funny when you see an influencer in action on the street. Like yeah. once I was, it's 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 like you know hilarious. I saw this girl with an umbrella and she was just like doing two steps, like a head and back, a head and back, and the guy was taking photos. And at first I didn't know like what's this, and then I realized, oh my god, it's an influencer! <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I'm getting influenced now. <laughs> like, Did this, you have an umbrella? This, this is how it works. Right? <laughs> And like this poor girl was just jumping back and forth with this fucking umbrella. And I was like, oh my god, like, how stupid is this? <laughs> like, you really, yeah. like, you know, because I like, probably it's, it's just about like, I don't know, your outfit of the day or whatever, really. But I was just standing there and like, I don't, I don't understand this anymore. I don't know what's happening. And then you have like makeup tutorials and nail tutorials and what, really, like, you Google it, you have anything you want. And it's just, because maybe I'm also not following influencers in general because for me this yeah. hashtag feeling blessed it's not really a thing. No, we don't have influencers at all. But it's also funny to see when someone wants to be an influencer and someone is posting because I'm always in this gossip line, okay? So like I'm I don't like to interact in this, but when I see that someone is trying to be an influencer, I'm always see it and I'm like what's happening here? But I'm not interacting with you, I'm just like oh <laughs> And I had some friends that they already, usually these people who are into this uh, MLM uh, marketing business stuff, that they are selling mm. this, this pyramid shape. You know? Right. Mm-hmm. And usually these people, like I have some friends on Facebook, like acquaintances, let's say, that they are into this multi-level marketing stuff and they are selling some Herbalife or like, I don't know, 
Oily flame, I don't know, something. Yeah. And then like, you see this picture that, oh my God, I'm a boss babe. I'm my own, I'm like, you know, if you want to live this kind of lifestyle, but I do, then, you know, like just, you know, catch me in my DM and then like we can talk about how to be your own boss. And you know, like first you see the picture and it's nice, you know, like mountains. And then like you see the girl, I know what she's doing. All this time I'm like, oh no, it's another... MLM thing. Like. For me, there's a rule of thumb. If if they're telling you that there's a great way for you to make money, it's an amazing opportunity, but you have to invest money in it. Yeah, it's not. It's like forget only, about only it. Back here a bit, and and then I see these people because, um, like, if you are in in an MLM business, like usually you also have to act like you're an influencer, and then you see that like maybe one person joined to her life. Too. That's so sad. And that's also like, you know, it's not just about like the teenager who's like following this life, but also like the other part, like someone is trying to create a content and like trying to, you know, put my heart into it and I'm going to sell the ship and no one's watching. I think it can be, it must be quite heartbreaking to know that there are so many people and so many people are online and Nobody's however, watching. no one's watching me. <laughs> like, and uh, and it's it just weird with this influencers thing. It's it just so crazy because also in Hungary we have lots of influencers. I think they're in, in general, but it's like it, to Hungary it came quite late because we are a poor country. Like you can't really afford this. I don't know cameras. Yeah, camera. <laughs> <laughs> no phones. The luxury stuff. Okay. Internet is like uh, yeah. Data. Okay, I'm I'm not commenting on this. <laughs> we are not going to play the spot the Balkan girl. Okay. <laughs> We're not doing this. It's you know. It's uh, are you the Balkan girl? <laughs> we do have internet. <laughs> no, it's uh, because in in Hungary it's a thing that people started because of these influencers. They started to invest. Their money to buy things to look like yeah. rich yeah. Like, I'm gonna I don't I can't really afford my apartment but I'm gonna have an iPhone but about the iPhones it's another thing I did like how people are like oh I'm against capitalism and then they are having the newest iPhone I love it I just love this yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, but in Hungary we have at one point we started to have lots of influencers and even teenagers like like underage girls like 15 16 because they have TikTok or like, whatever Instagram and then, like, we have these these young little girls, and they are influencers. They are doing better, like, great financially because they are doing something. And it just... I don't know if I would have a kid, I would let my kid to be an influencer when she's so young. Like, yeah. you have so many other things to do or think about, or, like, it's just not safe at all. And, like, you know, they always ask the parents, and, like, oh, like you're monitoring it, you know, like you're taking care about it. Clearly not. But I think that young girls don't even look like young girls anymore. Yeah, they they all look like young adults. Like sometimes you have like guess what, what guess her is her age mm. and then you have that little like post bad, you know just posing like doing all the sexy faces and stuff and then She's 14 and you're like, shit, am I supposed to throw up right now or just be jealous or what? Like, mm. she looks like, I don't know, 21, but I feel bad for that girl because maybe she's praised because she's so beautiful and so yeah. good looking and stuff. But is she really a kid right now? Yeah. Or like, is she trying to look like all those older influencers and yeah. missing a bit the part I think I think the whole word that the word itself the influence or where it lost its meaning mm-hmm. it, when this whole thing exploded because 
you know, the idea of being an influencer is that you're you're influencing people into a life, into something, you know, good. And to, yeah. But, you know, a lot of these people are like influencers, but what are you influencing? Like, what it is exactly yeah, that you're... Like, you're what, sh- what's, what's the point? Yeah, what is it? Oh, no, oh, like, I'm posting about, a, like, a great way to dress or a great way to, like, do your makeup. And it's like, you're not influencing anything. Okay, you're promoting a, 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 a product that you don't even get paid for or... Or that, sure, it, it might be a decent product, but it's not really... You didn't even try and you just got a big check just to, just yeah, to, to promote I, it. And... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, like, the, the, I, especially kids now who are like, who are like um, oh, I, my dream is to be an influencer when I grow up. Like, but what are you going to influence? Oh, I don't know. I'll figure it out. Like, the, you know, yeah, you should have purpose. a career. You should have, a, like, a way of life or you should have, like, something that you're good at. And then influence people to do this, right? Not the other way around. It's like, I think it's similar when kids used to say that, oh, I want to be a lawyer, I want to, I want to be an astronaut, because they know that these people are like getting lots of mm-hmm. money and it's like a good job. But like now, like somehow we lost the point and now it's like, I want to be an influencer. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to influence the hell mm-hmm. out of people. Yeah, I'm going to do crazy, funny things, go on vacation and just film it and get money yeah. for it. So. And then you get, and then you get these TikTok challenges who are oh, like, I think those, <laughs> there was one, uh, I saw also on the news, like this one girl who died because she was trying to complete a TikTok challenge. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like. Like, is it really yeah. how you die right now? Exactly. Like, right. like all those deaths with uh, people in selfie sticks because they were trying to take the best, crazy, the best. Mm. crazy yeah. selfies and just like, oof, danger. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to go on a short break now and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk more about social media and we're going to influence everybody. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so we are back. We had a little coffee break, a coffee pause. <laughs> so much fun <laughs> so yeah we are back we are still talking about social media and how to influence people and how to not influence people mm-hmm. and uh, I just wanted to talk a bit about comment sections because that also can be influencing people not just you know sharing and posting fake news or propaganda or any kind of content you wish but also to getting involved in, in comment comments so, what do you think about this? Interacting with the influencers, let's say. I never comment anything, but I find myself sometimes like I'm listening to a song or watching a video, going through the comments <laughs> and reading what people are saying about it. And like, some comments are freaking funny. Like, you can, you can, say, oh, yes, it's so funny. But sometimes as well, you look at those comments and some of them are really mean and just like very disrespectful, and you really feel that. Some people think they can say anything just because they're hidden behind the screen, but I don't think it's anything new. Like, I think it's a topic. We were talking about the hate speech and stuff on the internet for quite a while, I think. So, hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think it's, uh, it's, it's like you said, it, it's, a, it's a platform for people to say whatever it is that they think they want to say, or, you know, think. Like, a lot, a lot of it is used for hate, hate speech, right? Um, to just, just dip diminish what anybody's saying but i think it's also down to it there's a lot of trolls you know there's a lot of people who just want to you know trigger other people say stuff that's gonna you know cause a fight because that's what entertains them right that's that's what brings them entertainment and i think 
I, I don't typically look at like YouTube video comments. Um, I try to avoid them because especially if I'm watching like somebody, I watch a lot of like videos for people playing games, like streamers and stuff. And sometimes I watch people who are, perhaps aren't well known, who are very small. And typically in the comments, you know, there's, you know, there's always a couple of people saying really mean stuff and it's like unnecessary, you know, okay, perhaps it's not the best video I've ever seen in my life, but at the same time, you know, they're trying, you know, they're giving it an effort and, you know, you got to admire them for that. Uh, but the ones, yeah, the Facebook ones are the ones that, you know, I just, I can't, I, you know, some people say some things that I'm like, oh my God, how can, how can you even say that? Even, even if I was like trying to be mean, I, I wouldn't bring myself around to saying that. I, I think, for example, I'm in, I'm in crack of expats here, uh, and then on Facebook and some of the comments it's incredible like yeah. some people are just like really yeah. yeah I don't know if you you because you're not an expert Sophie you're living here as a as a purple you don't count purple, yeah, but I'm still you know. French you know so <laughs> I'm still an expert and somewhere like basically when you post something like there is like like you can even like you know group it out like for example they're going to be someone who's speaking on your English that's very common then there is someone who's saying that you shouldn't do that anyway Hmm. But like they still not really giving an answer though. Mm -hmm. So and then two of them start a fight on something completely else. And the worst thing that you really just want to to get the information and you can't because you have to go through all these these trolls and people who just feel so entitled to share their opinion on hmm. what you want to do. And yeah. for me, I think with the comments, I I I clearly remember the moment when I stopped reading comments. Uh, it was when I had a very nice interaction with hate speech uh, because I'm, a, I'm an ethnic minority. So like in Serbia and in Hungary, I'm counted as an ethnic minority. And there was like some news about that like some minorities getting some money from the motherland, let's say. And like one of the comments said that like these kind of people, are ethnic minorities, for example me, should all go to Auschwitz and die there. Wow. And I was like, okay, I'm... <laughs> I'm not reading let's this. Let's go. Let's 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 leave this. And I just can't because usually these people, it's the best when you see that like it's a grandma, it's a grandpa with little kid, and like how you can say such thing, you know? Mm. How you can just let this shit coming out from your mm. mouth just because you you think that just because I'm going to write it, like they can't really catch me. And um, for me, that was like I'm not gonna read. I'm not like I'm very careful about it. Like if I'm reading any news or something that I'm not interacting with the comment section. Because it's very painful to see. Yeah, like, I that, that that's exactly yeah. the reason why I avoid posting any anything anywhere where I know there's gonna be a lot of people mm -hmm. uh, commenting. Uh, it's just better to avoid putting myself in that kind of situation, right? I actually, luckily though, I have found a couple of Facebook groups who are basically the opposite. They have an environment where they encourage more loving speech rather than obviously the hate speech and. For example, there's one for a show that I watch, uh, Brooklyn. Uh, I watched Brooklyn Nine Nine, and they have a a, um, a group on Facebook, and it's really nice actually. Like people post, especially like, people post uh, like stuff like, "Oh, I'm about to go to surgery." Like, show, like, can you like you know support? And mm -hmm. people post like a lot of like supportive messages, and uh, sometimes people are like, "Oh, I had a really rough day. Can you share pictures of your animals, your cats and dogs?" And uh, you know, it's like really nice to see that kind of change, right? Rather than um, for in, when I lived in Chile, uh, it was also the same with the Chile expats uh, group in Chile. It was pretty much the same as you see in the one, the Krakow one. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, but I'd say a little bit even more. Like the people there were just really hateful. Like what you'd see a lot of, it would see a lot of American expats living in Chile, who are just what you said entitled and they just need to, you know, like command or like uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like portray their feelings to everybody and like, oh no, you need to know how I feel and you need to feel the same way. You cannot disagree with me. And it's like, come on, like seriously. And I think, especially with these comments, it's very interesting that if we are talking about Instagram, TikTok, or this other Snapchat thing, I sound like an old lady, <laughs> this, this Snapchat thing, you know. Uh, I think it's very interesting to see that like this, this group, for example, it goes for youngsters, and then Facebook and Facebook comments, like, at least in my community, it's like older people who are getting involved yeah. in this, very long Facebook fights and you can see that like if you open it like you see that it's two people like you know talking about each other's mother or something (laughs) and it's also like what's the point like you just get so angry and and so frustrated and like it doesn't matter I don't really care about when I when the first time I posted the first episode of this podcast I got a a message from from an old friend that I'm a liberal slut because I'm posting this kind of content. I was like, I couldn't, I, I couldn't care less. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, yay, okay, you know, wrap it up, I don't know. And uh, people are getting very involved in these, yeah. these things. And I think, like, that's also already a level when you have a problem. Yeah. But what do you think? When you have a problem with social media, when it starts to affect your mental health, how to realize that I think I have a problem with this? When is the the moment, this turning point, when you look at your phone and you realize that, oh, I'm hooked up on this shit a bit more than should be? When it's too late or when, like, it's too late in the night, I'm like, oh, really, I'm wasting sleep time yeah. for mm. shitty things like that. Or when it's just affecting really the way I feel, because, mm-hmm. I don't know, I saw that friends were meeting and I wasn't invited, for instance, it happened already, or... Or I don't know, you have an ex or whatever and you see them with someone new and you're just like... Okay. And uh, and you have nobody, yeah, you think on that. You're, you're holding up the little cat. <laughs> the cat, the dog and the other cat, okay? I'm, I'm an old lady and all the plants in the flat, yes, I'm like this, what about it? But yes, uh, I think, I think like, yeah, those moments then when... When I look at my phone, I really start feeling something in my guts, like mm. something that I feel bad. Mm. It's the moment where I'm like, okay, this, this is like, why, why the fuck am I doing that? Yeah, it's the same for me. And it's exactly what I mentioned earlier, why I left it, why, why I left uh, social media. Because I was feeling like that, you know, I was waking up, looking at my Instagram and like, that, that's the first thing I did. Right? I didn't even do anything else. I didn't st- I'm still in bed checking my Instagram. I'm like... Is this really how I want to live? Like, is this like, is it that much of an importance to me that I that that's something that I require? And I think it's something that I didn't re- recognize it for a long time. For a long time, I lived like this for a long time. I was like waking up, Instagram, going to sleep. Last thing was Instagram, and, and throughout the day, I was thinking, what can I post? What's interesting? What can I post on Instagram? How can I make people laugh? And I, for example, I like making people laugh. You know, I've done stand-up comedy. I, I, and it's something that I want to continue doing after the pandemic. And, um, but at the same time, I don't want to. I, I don't want to live through a camera, through a lens. Uh, so, 
I think it's important for people to realize it after if they find themselves constantly in that situation where Instagram is more important to them than anything else. I mean, really, like, what value does that bring you? Your decisions, you, you take decisions depending on what you see on the on the social media. I think it's a big problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I think at this point, most of the people, uh, for example, when I saw this documentary on Netflix, for me, it wasn't such a new thing that this algorithm is like, you know, putting pictures or videos on a line that based on what you like, let's mm. say. So for me, this part wasn't so new. But in the same time, what I find very interesting that like, you know, that it, it made for, for you that this that I'm seeing it just because I'm clicking on these things. And now it just for me to spend more time. But in the same time, you can't really leave it. You can't like it's so easy to say that you just have to switch off the notifications, but so many people can't switch it off because uh, I had a boyfriend who had this every time when we were together, every now and then he was checking on the phone because he got some notifications. He got some, I was like, you know, I like, switch it off. Like it's probably not that important. Yeah, but m- maybe it is. And also in this uh, Netflix documentary, it says out that like, this is the, the thing about the notification that you have this impression that maybe it's something, impo- yeah, it mm-hmm. maybe it's something super important and I'm missing it out. And I think it's very interesting to see that you know that that you get hooked on it. And you know that this is made just for you to be hooked on. But at the same time, you can't really just switch it. You always make, like a good addict, right? You're just making excuses like, why I don't want to delete it. I don't want to delete it because I this is how I'm contacting my friends. Or this is how I'm, I'm doing my schoolwork. But then on the other side, especially for kids, and now that with this whole online education, lots of teachers and everybody is like encouraging them that we have a Facebook group to talk about these things. We have a Facebook group for this, Facebook group for that. So it's kind of like opening the box of Pandora. Yeah. You open it because you need it, and then at what point you're just finding yourself staring at your screen yeah. all the time. Yeah, I just wanted to add that I think the useful part of mm-hmm. those social media really when you're afraid of missing out because maybe it's really something important then in reality i think it's like five percent of the time mm-hmm. you really like need it to check most of the time it's not something important but you check and then you see a video of something or you see this or you see that and then two hours later or half an hour later those two minutes just checking the notification just turned into Shit, we still have laundry to do, yeah. So. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I agree with your point of, of how the documentary perhaps didn't show a lot that was new, right? A, a lot of this we knew, especially because uh, with the latest updates of like the, the um, agreements that you have to say yes to, like it says like, do you allow us to do use data to recognize what we can show you that is more personalized and stuff. And, and, and sure, that's normal, right? I think for, well, the biggest thing that I noticed, especially from this documentary, was the fact that, uh, one, it is their main goal is to create a system that hooks you. That That's their main goal, right? It's a system that gets you to spend hours upon hours upon hours in them, in the applications. And the other thing is just how many of these people have left those companies and started companies to help people get away from social media. Like how they go from working in these companies, creating algorithms, creating systems that get people hooked on to doing completely the opposite, like working in a company because they must have seen something in working in those companies where they're like, holy crap, this is this, not this, okay. Yeah, this is, this is, is not healthy. healthy you know? Yeah. 
And then again, um, there are some some influencers as well that they are like encouraging it, like how to keep your mental health on social media. Like just follow people that you feel like you know that like adding to your life and and so so. I decided that yeah maybe I could you know have like some some kind of this kind of contact on my Instagram so when I'm scrolling it through I can see something that positive can, yeah positive and then again because of the algorithm now I have too much of it <laughs> too much like I can't I can't even check my friends anymore because my feed is full with this crap because you need it but I don't <laughs> like, you do like, if the phone shows it then you need it so I, this is how I, I'm, I'm stopping using these kind of things I'm just getting all cranky about it well, it's like a good now. song when you found it to find it and you love it and then it's all over the radio and you're just like I can't hear it anymore. yeah exactly so now I have too much positive influence on me I guess and because for first I thought it's such a nice idea like this is a nice way to really protect your mental health like for example because I don't have a bikini body I don't want to to see workout without too much because it can trigger me in a bad way mm-hmm. that oh maybe I should like do something and uh, so I decided okay maybe I'm gonna follow some body positivity stuff you know maybe like some nice happy message could you know cheer me up it can't so <laughs> it, it, don't it's be not <laughs> it's just too much and because it's you know like also offering you others and then you have all the ads and at the one point and it's going this is what happened with youtube for example you want to watch a youtube video but then you have to watch this, this uh, little ad before you can't even skip it so at one point what i'm going to do i'm just not going to check anything on youtube because i don't want to get interrupted oh no i gave i gave up i gave up to the i, I started paying for youtube and yeah I was, yeah I was like, oh, you know what i can't i really? i can't keep watching like because i i do watch a lot especially because i'm at work and i just have something playing in the background and mm-hmm. sometimes I'll, I'll look over it but then you know it's like you said you have two ads at the beginning yeah. and then you have ads in the middle and then you have constant ads and ads and i'm like you know what it's ah. Fuck it, I just pay for it wow, wow. <laughs> wow. i wouldn't but maybe i'm not using it enough yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess, it, and uh, and and it is for things that I, you know, that I, I'm using a lot. So I mean, at this point, might as well, right? Yeah. I think we can wrap it up slowly. Like, oh wow! Uh, so, any final thoughts on social media? I had media something to say, help? but I forgot. So you go first. No, I'm okay. I'm. I think I'm. I'm repeating myself at this point. Yeah. So kids, just don't get hooked up on social media. Just, you know, in no, moderation. Okay. Everything is good in moderation. Yeah, the only thing I wanted to say is I think even like if the platforms were doing something to tell you, like, don't spend that much time. It's not like, it's all about how you interact, like interact with it. Mm-hmm. It's all about your way of using. If you know that, I know, for instance, that, okay, like influencers and stuff are not interested interesting to me so i don't think about like oh yeah i'm gonna follow more or whatever and i'm I'm forgetting what i wanted to say again (laughs) everything is good in moderation you know like sure have instagram have facebook have snapchat tiktok whatever don't compare yourself to the thing that's another thing yeah I think it's the same what you have to also understand about magazines. Just because someone on the cover looks amazing, it doesn't mean that that person looks like that on their life. Mm-hmm. So maybe or that they're happy. Yeah. 
but that's the other thing. Yeah. So this is, I think this is goes also with social media. Like just because someone goes to Dubai doesn't mean that that person is constantly having a blast in Dubai. Mm-hmm. It means that the person went on a vacation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you and, don't even know how they ended up in Dubai or, or what it is they had to do to get there. And you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, guys. Uh, thanks for for the today's session. I hope Thank that you, you enjoyed. Thanks for having me again. And I also hope that our listeners gonna enjoy this this happy little talk. Follow us on Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> let me let me influence you, please. I'm Especially old. Nino, because you really have Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you can you can stalk us on Facebook, on Instagram. I don't think I have other platforms though. But you can definitely. You don't think, or you don't. Know. I don't know. LinkedIn, of course. <laughs> LinkedIn. Uh. Send job opportunities. <laughs> Check me out on LinkedIn. Please, and if yeah, I really want to go and travel and travel and, and and have a job somewhere else, I don't. She know. wants to work in Lisbon. Yeah, <laughs> if Google hears this now, Lisbon. I want more ads about Lisbon. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. So anyway, uh, I hope you enjoyed it. I think it was a very interesting talk. So thank you, thank you. Yeah, keep you know following us and see you and hear you in the next month. Bye.